Welcome to Hustle and Faith. This podcast is dedicated to helping you find your trail to a happier, healthier you by discussing topics regarding Christianity, health and wellness, beauty, and so much more. I'm your host, Tasha Johnson. In today's episode, Make It Make Sense, the Back to School Office Edition. So this segment, Make It Make Sense, for those of you that are new to the podcast, is where I typically take maybe two or three topics that are in the news and share my opinion regarding them. So one of the topics that I want to talk about is uh, the NCAA's ruling that finally allows athletes to capitalize off of their name, image, and likeness. And so for those of you that are not familiar with college sports, many times um, a lot of these athletes that are recruited to these universities are, are recruited under the illusion that, hey, we're giving you a free college education and you're going to have the ability to grow your talent. Oftentimes, you know, basketball, football, those are the, the, the main ones that come to mind. However, m- these students go to these college, you know, colleges and universities and don't realize that when they sign their name to go to those particular colleges and universities and whatnot, that they are signing away their ability to ever capitalize off of their name, image, and likeness in the future. And so this NCAA ruling was huge because now it's going to allow college athletes the ability to actually get endorsements, receive signing bonuses, and things like that. So Masterpiece Sun, if I'm not mistaken, recently signed a deal that's allowing him, I think he got like $2 million or something, he was able to work out a contract that is going to make him money for playing basketball. Again, I never understood why athletes were not able to be compensated for their skill. Receiving a college education is great, but that little piece of paper is not magical, okay? Many times these students come from backgrounds where they need money and they need it right then and there, okay? So for you to take that burden of them being able to receive a college education, that's great. But what happens if that student athlete gets injured? What happens after they graduate from college? It was so unfair to me that these students didn't find out until after the fact that, hey, you know, if I'm a really famous football player, famous basketball player, whatever sport that they're uh, that they're playing for that school, that they would never be able to use their name or their image or likeness to receive compensation for their skill set. That has always, always, always rubbed me the wrong way. I never understood it and never made sense. And I am so happy that athletes, and this is going to open up a lot of doors, especially for a lot of African-American uh uh, students, because I mean, I'm just being real here. Most of them are the the college athletes that would be affected by this, right? So it's going to open up a lot of doors for them. And to me, I always felt like, and I don't care, I'm just going to say it. I always felt like the NCAA, the way that that whole conglomerate, and that's exactly what it is, ran to me, it was kind of like modern day slavery, because it's like, you've got most of these athletes that are black and The only thing that they're supposed to receive and be happy with is the college education, which may or may not really happen, okay? And then you have, again, a lot of the folks that are white that are making money off of these folks, 
right? Like I think I read somewhere where one coach was making $9 million, but then you got an athlete over here that once he graduates from college, isn't even able to use his name, image, or likeness again. But again, they also don't have the ability to even really work during college because again, the sport that they're playing is their job. So you should be paid for that. It, it never made sense to me why college athletes never received uh, payment. Same thing. I'm going to actually, um, I, you know, this may upset some folks, but I never in a million years understood either why people intern. I don't work for free. <laughs> like, I just don't. I don't care how you chalk it up. When you are an intern, you are working for free. You can say that, oh, you're getting all this valuable experience, blah, 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 blah. That does not pay the bills. Okay. And if you come from an environment where you don't have a wealthy family, you don't have mommy and daddy to go run back home to, you don't. Um, and the likelihood of you getting a job may take longer because let's be honest, there are studies that show, uh, you know, discrimination is out there. Okay. I experienced it. It's, I, I guarantee you, it's never going to change. And I don't care if that sounds pessimistic, but, um, being naive is going to end up hurting you in the long run. So, Seeing that that's not going to change anytime soon, you need to position yourself to get the skills that you need and get paid right then and there. So I am all for athletes and folks getting paid for their skill set. Again, folks that intern, I do not understand that. When I was in college, I could not pay my bills with, oh, you know, you're going to get all this valuable experience. I'm like, no, I need money. <laughs> like... Academic scholarships and student loans, which I still have to this day, I'm just going to end up dying with those suckers, um, they are not going to disappear because of the experience that you're giving me. You're exploiting that person's skill set. That's what you're doing. People deserve to get paid when they work. And that's one of my pet peeves and when people are always trying to say, well, you're getting the experience. You're also getting free labor, okay? You're also getting recognition. In the, in the case of the athletes, you're receiving recognition. In the case of the interns, you're receiving free labor, okay? Wow. So, but the person who's going to benefit in the long run is always going to be the school. So I'm really excited that these athletes are finally getting their due. And in the event that, you know, they get injured or something of that nature, at least they've got something to fall back on. Because in the past, when athletes would get injured, that was it. That was the end of the scholarship. And then they just, you know, wipe their hands clean of you and go find somebody else. Um, in terms of folks interning, which is something that I wanted to talk about as well, a lot of us are starting to get more savvy with the fact that, you know what? The internet is really leveling the playing field. Why am I working for free when I can be learning these same skills that I may be learning in college or call it crazy, but I have always learned from the school of hard knock life, hard knock life. Um, School of Hard Knock Life will also <laughs> get you the experience that you need. But you have the ability now to, to make money. I, I And I know a lot of folks are probably going to be upset about this, but if I were in college, 
right now with the internet, the way it is, my goodness, I could care less about interning. And I got to be honest, I would probably, this is going to sound and upset some folks, but I would be thinking twice about putting myself into debt, trying to get a piece of paper as well. You know, take, take uh, you know, it is what it is. I said what I said. <laughs> um, you know, I'm just going to give you my experience. When I was in college, again, I do not come from a wealthy family, academic scholarships and um, student loans only paid for so much. So I had to work full time and I went to college in the evening. I did that four days a week from, I would have class from like six to nine fifteen PM. Right. And, uh, you know, I would not be standing here today with that little sheet of paper. Had I not gained my experience by not interning. What I did was I worked for a temp agency (laughs) and got the experience and got paid at the same time. And it was hilarious because one time I was working in a particular uh, temp role and there was an intern there. And it was hilarious because I don't know how this person found out, but they found out that I was getting paid and they weren't. And then they were upset because they weren't getting paid. But I'm like, but you were the person that decided to work for free. Anyway, I'm just saying, I'm really excited that student athletes and students in general now have more choices. So when you go back to college, or, you know, if when you go back and you haven't been doing what I'm talking about, demand your worth now. You know, I hate it when people try to write off, oh, they're young, they need to build up their experience, you know, no, build, you know, state what you are worth now. People like to belittle other people's experiences when they know darn well that if they gave you, that if you have potential and gave you the opportunity, that you would just be fire, right? You would just excel and potentially, not potentially, you may be more successful than that person. So you're going to encounter so many obstacles in life. And I am all about make what you can, get it now. All right. So now I'm going to switch gears because, you know, August, again, we typically talk about folks taking their kids back to school. But again, as I mentioned earlier in this episode, a lot of companies have been thinking about uh, unveiling their September office reopening plans, right, for the fall. So I know I've mentioned this before. I try really hard to limit my time and how much news that I intake because oftentimes it leaves me feeling angry or sad inside. (laughs) So one of the things, though, that kept popping up in my newsfeed is reading these articles Um, I I kept coming across these articles where companies were so adamant about having their employees return to the office without giving them a choice. Now, they go on to explain that the reasons for wanting employees to return to the office is to increase collaboration, productivity, and all this other BS that, quite frankly, doesn't make any sense, right? So here's my thing. During the pandemic, many of these companies were kept afloat by employees working from home, okay? I'm sure the only folks freaking out about 
having their employees to continue working from home are micromanagers, lonely people who enjoyed forcing others to engage in conversation, whether that person wanted to or not, (laughs) or those who have an office, but they also have a lot of, you know, a huge ego issues and take pride in physically seeing how many people they manage from their office window. All right. These are the folks, in my opinion, that really want to go back to the office. Okay. And and if you don't fall in that, that any of those categories, that's cool. But as someone who has been on both sides of the fence, right? I've worked in an office and I've worked from home. Um, I've been working from home more so um, for several years now. I just never understood the fascination with why people are so fascinated with working in an office. And again, to each its own. But the three reasons that I mentioned typically are usually the reasons why, okay? Because quite frankly, um, it shouldn't matter where you get your work done as long as it's getting done. And I have been very fortunate to work for companies who are more concerned with whether the work was actually getting done rather than where it was actually done at, right? So I was reading this article that stated four out of 10 workers wanted to be remote or some sort of hybrid remote um, office type of model. And as someone who's been in the market research field for what a little over 20 years now, I am well aware of how easy it is for someone to manipulate facts and figures to support their their case, um, you know, the, to support their case or their idea. Now, those statistics, those stats that I just named might seem high to some people, like really that high? Four in 10 workers want to work remote? But in my mind, <laughs> um, I when I was reading this uh, statistic, I immediately thought to myself, okay, the majority of the people they interviewed had to be white because that's just way too low. And then I ended up coming across another article that stated that 97% of Black corporate world workers would rather work remote or have a hybrid schedule, okay? In fact, only 3% of Black workers want to return to full-time in-person work compared to 21% of white workers in the United States. When I read that, I was like, okay, now this makes more sense. Now, for those of you (laughs) who are all up in your feelings about what I just said, I hope you stick around because I guarantee you're going to learn something new. The main reason for this statistic is because it's just less stressful. I'm just going to say it. It is just less stressful. Now, I'm not trying to speak for the entire Black race, even though I feel pretty confident in what I'm saying. So I'm just going to focus on my personal experience and share conversations that I've had with my other Black friends who work in the corporate world. Now, I work to live, not live to work. And many of us just want to go do our job and go home. Being Black in the corporate world can oftentimes feel like one of those choose-your-own-adventure books. You know what I mean? Like, have you ever, I'm assuming that you guys have seen those, right? So... One wrong choice, and you can find yourself on the path to unemployment. (laughs) When you're Black, working in an office means that not only do you have to do your job, but you have to put up with, like, microaggressions, um, 
that can come in a variety of forms, okay? Whether it be uh, forced to engage in uncomfortable conversations or hide your emotions for risk of not being viewed as a team player or adversarial, you name it, okay? But when you're at home, you can just breathe. If we want companies to create an environment where everyone feels they can thrive and be comfortable, then allow folks to be great working from home. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed listening to Hustle and Faith and would like to support the show, please consider sharing it with your friends, leaving a review, donating, or making a purchase at Starring You Crew, our fitness apparel shop. Be sure to connect with us on Facebook and Pinterest. Remember, if you're everything to everyone, you risk being no one. You never know who you will inspire. See you in the next episode.